Welcome to the J Train Podcast. It's J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the quarantine cabin up on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We're here every single day with your Freed by Noon episodes. And I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how it all works. It is the circle of feathering, baby. You listen to the show. You tell a friend. You tell a coworker. You tell a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. And then they listen to the show. And then they tell a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. And then you keep on going. Make it your Instagram stories. Tag a bitch. Let people know what we are doing here on a daily basis. You gotta. You gotta. That's what you gotta do. And today we're gonna do your emails. We're gonna do uh, the coronavirus rant of the day. We're gonna do uh, the charcuterie chat and then your quick hit questions from Instagram that I collected a few, uh, last week. So listen, all you gotta do to get involved with the show, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Keep sending them in. Single, eight years. Hey, Jared, I've been single for over eight years, and I'm starting to think it's becoming a red flag. I've never been engaged or had a serious relationship. I've talked to a bunch of guys throughout that time, but for one reason or another, nothing works out uh, with the ones I'm interested in. Does being single for so long give guys an impression of me as casual that keeps them from taking me seriously? Am I just dating the wrong guys, or should I start to think it's me uh, P.S. I'm normal and I cook relatively well and I don't have debt. I also watch sports and I'm not ugly. Man, that is the most hilarious uh, dating app bio I would have ever read. Hey, I'm normal and I cook relatively well. I don't have debt. I also watch sports. I'm not ugly. Please date me. Please, someone. I cook relatively well. Sometimes I burn the eggs, but other times it's relative o- relatively okay. I, uh, no guy cares if you've been single for eight years, as she wrote in all caps in this email. We care if you care. If you, every first, and I'm not saying that you're not the reason you're single. I'm not saying you're not a part of this. I, I'm not, I'm saying the, the straight up fact of I've been single for eight years, isn't, no guys are sitting there like the hyenas in Lion King licking their lips, single eight years. Mmm, mmm, that's some, that's some, that's some, that's some, that's some non-serious pussy. No, that's not what we're saying. It, it, it's, you know, there's other factors at, at, at play. Are you not holding to your standard? Are you going out with guys uh, and just meeting up when you want to go on a date and you're just settling for a guy who will meet up as opposed to taking you on a date. Are you staying with those guys for too long? I don't know the answer to that question. I do know that the single fact of eight years doesn't matter. But if I went on a date with a girl and she kept going, oh, well, you know, it's good to be here, but you won't date me because, you know, I'm old. I'm old single girl for eight years now. Do you know how many days are in eight years and how many hours and how many minutes and how many seconds? That person exists. I know I'm joking and I'm going to like the next level, 
But there, I've been on those dates where the person is obsessed with this character profile that they've written for themselves in the rom-com. Women do that. Women will say, well, I'm the single one. She's the married one. She's the slut. She's the puss. She's the prude. She's the one with rich parents. She's the one that goes out. That's our Samantha. That's, that's why when Sex and the City came out, everyone was giving out characters. That, that's why no guy has that character. I don't, I don't have that with my friends. I don't have, well, he's the Joey and he's the Ross and that's the Chandler. No, that's never happened in my life. So I'm saying, get off of this title you've given yourself. Stop stop repeating your character profile that you've written for yourself, but no one cares enough to give to you. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Not being a strange guy. <laughs> hey, Jaybird. I'm a relatively recent postgrad who's fortunate to still have a job during this pandemic. I've recently been trying my hand at dating apps with some moderate success. Most of the conversations flame out due to lack of uh, common interests or due to the fact that we won't be meeting for a while. As a guy that wasn't really good with women in high school and college, I have a question. Is it creepy to reach out to women from my high school or college that I didn't talk to, uh, didn't talk to that much? Or should I wait this out and go to the bars to meet women when this is over? Thanks for your brutal yet humorous honesty for all these years. I will say I have a theory. I, I don't think it's creepy, but you have to understand if you reach out to someone from high school or from college that you didn't speak to that much, you are using that commonality. You are using that romantic commonality to sit here and to your advantage. That's what you're doing. So... Know that. So that means anybody that you start dating via that is one step ahead. They're not going to be ready for casual. They're writing the romantic novel from that beginning. Oh, he never would talk to me in college or never would talk to me in high school, but he'd been thinking of me the whole time. And he knew he wanted to talk to me, but he was just too shy. That's what women are going to do if you reach out to them in that way. So know that you're starting at, above just casual. It's, it's never going to be casual with the person like, hey, remember me from college? And then you rattle off 20 things you have in common because of that college. So know what you're doing. Know what you're getting into. You're using, I'll call it, romantic commonalities. And a lot of guys do this, and they don't want to admit to it. Guys do this. I'm ju ju I'm uh, guilty of doing this. We all are. Because you have it at your fingertips. You're like, oh, she's cute. We went to college together. Holy shit. You know, oh my God, it's not like it's English class. I can just DM her and turn my phone over and I'll never have to deal with the embarrassment of getting turned down because she just won't answer. You're outsourcing embarrassment at that point. And, and we all have to admit to it. I call it um, the, I had a theory, I named it the, um, I called it the, the, the money never makes you happy theory. Rich guy theory. What did I call it? So there's this thing where like, you, you, there's this like old, you know, thing where a guy will 
uh, guy or girl, anyone who's obsessed with getting money, they realize that the money doesn't fill the hole. That's not what they needed the whole time. That's kind of what you do with these old high school, old, uh, old college people. It's like, oh, you imagine this idea in your head. Oh, my God, life would be good if I had just been the man I thought I was in college. If I had just had the confidence I had today and then you reach out and then you end up getting the girl and you go, oh, that wasn't the solution to my problem. To me, the solution to your problem is that you're lonely and you're looking to talk to people. And now because the people on the apps aren't working out, you're like, oh, let's go to high school, bitch. Let's go to college, bitch, because that will be easier. Just know why you're doing this. And it's because of your deficiencies, not because... These people in college or high school are better than the ones you're meeting. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Just a thank you. Me? No questions today, but I sincerely want to thank you for the daily podcast. Times are truly rough right now, and your comedy is helping me during the darkest of times. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, oh, my nuts have been feathered. Thank you for sending a thank you. And here's how you thank me. I'm going to tell you right now. You tell a friend. But also, support the sponsors that are supporting this podcast. That is a great way for you to help the show. And I'm not saying, listen, I don't know if these sponsors will help you. But if you hear one right now, I'm going to read off our sponsors right now. If you hear one right now that fits can help you because all of the sponsors give you free money they're giving you some money you're welcome you're welkies Nutrafol Nutrafol you can grow thicker healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com use promo code JTRAIN to get 20% off that's their best offer available anywhere ExpressVPN take your TV watching game to the next level and watch content from any country get Three months free at expressvpn.com slash JTrain. MeUndies, they won't stop until every podcast listener has them. Get 15, one five, 15% off your first pair. Free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee at MeUndies.com slash JTrain. Self, start building your credit history. Get started in just five minutes at self.inc slash JTrain. And also Feels CBD. Feels helps me feel better and it can help you too. Go to Feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain. That's Feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain. Get 50, 50, 50, 50 percent off your first order with free shipping. So if you really want to thank me, support the sponsors, share the podcast with a friend. That's all you got to do. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Longtime Instagram follower and recent podcast subscriber. Welcome. I have to say how much I appreciate your honesty and straightforward advice. As someone who grew up in a strict religious environment, I had a pretty skewed outlook on what good relationships are supposed to look like in the real world. Hold on. The front desk is calling every five minutes because there's nothing else for them to do. What could be so important? A mistake. A mistake. Ah! 
I jumps out the window. I had a pretty skewed outlook on what good relationships are supposed to look like in the real world. Because of this, I have found myself in very unhealthy situations in the past. Your perspective seriously helps me tailor my relationship expectations. For that, I am grateful not in my question. Oh, that was a very nice feathering. I have a very good friend of nearly three years who I've been growing closer to recently. We were both in our mid-20s, met, his, uh, met in his hometown, and we were, and were strictly friends for two years until I moved to a new city about a year ago. We have kept in touch since I moved and for the past several months have been communicating more and more frequently to the point where we are now FaceTiming every night. I've seen him as more than a friend for a long time and decided to bring that up a few weeks ago given our increase in communication. He seemed a bit spooked when I brought up the idea of dating. He said that my feelings were not one-sided, but he was hesitant to date long distance. I haven't brought up the conversation again, and we have since kept up our daily contact and nightly phone calls. Do you think I should continue to pursue this connection in hopes of eventually ending up together, or is it better to try and move on? Now listen, the first email came from a dude who's wondering, hey, the dating apps aren't working out. Should I go back to the high school and college people? This comes from a woman, and they're having kind of the same question. She's like, I think what I need to let her know is that when you start a rel- the, this phone, the, the phone that we all have in our pockets, in our hands, in our back pockets, whatever, is an easy way to get away from loneliness. It is actually the solution and the problem at the same time for you. You came out to him recently that you wanted to be together. That was after you guys FaceTime every night and you moved and the past several months been you know, since you mo- uh, met in his hometown and we were strictly friends for two years until I moved to a new city about a year ago. You two are using each other because you're both lonely. I'm sorry to break that to you. The minute, And then she tells him that she's into him and he goes, whoa, I don't know, I don't know. That means the reason he's got spooked and he doesn't know is because now you're a responsibility. Now these phone calls, the night he can't call you, isn't, doesn't get him in trouble. The night he can't call you when you guys are just friends who talk every night, well, mm, too bad, I guess, you know, I guess he can't talk tonight. The night he can't call you when you guys are now official, Now he's going to go text you. No, I'm sorry. I swear there's other things going on. I had my family, my friends. Now it's a responsibility. That's the difference. Right now, this is light and easy and just someone to listen to my problems. And I know you guys have a bigger, more important thing than that. But all I'm saying is that you are in a, uh, we both met, we're strictly friends. You're in a new city. He's in his hometown with nobody. You're leaning on each other. I, and I think if the minute you said to him, the, with these things, if the minute you said to him, hey, I feel there's more here, and he doesn't say, I've been thinking the exact same thing. You're not on the same page. He's on the page. The reason he got weird, he goes, oh, the, the feelings are good on my side too. Yeah, he doesn't want to lose something like a good hand that he knows is good, but he's looking for different, a better match for him. I would... I would take down the phone calls, find new people to lean on for your loneliness. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, separating. This is the longest email ever. You got to keep it to a paragraph, people. Sends it seven different help. I'm not attracted to my man. J-Train. 
Big fan of all your podcasts and stand-up. I'll get right to it. I've been dating a guy since the end of February pre-quarantine. For reference, I'm 26, he's 30. We've gone on multiple dates and spent a lot of time together before everything happened with coronavirus. We talk every day, FaceTime, and do the whole online relationship thing since we can't get together in person right now. We have not slept together, and I'm not sure I can get there. Out, leave, over. I'm afraid of hurting his feelings because I know he likes me and wants to take it to the next level when this is all over. I know you've said in the past to be straightforward when ending things with a guy. So what is the best way to end things without offending him by telling him I'm not attracted enough to sleep with him? Yeah, you don't say that. I mean, (laughs) oh, you disgusting piece of garbage. I can't stand up. maybe see you naked. Gotta go. Can we be friends? Like what? I know that sounds shallow, but I don't want to lead them on any longer. Hey, listen, we're all shallow. Anyone who says they're not shallow is lying right to your face. My point is you can do things with class and dignity, and you can, you can be just honest enough. The key with any guy is we're all built on ego. So he, you can't leave any opening for a man to think that this will happen in the future because then you'll be getting dms hey 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 why aren't you answering hey 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 fucking bitch you'll get that you don't want to end up in that game so what i would say to you you got to hit him right at the heart and you being unattractive to him is not what this you're making it too much about the unattractive you have to be okay with there is a relationship pie chart Okay, there's a relationship pie chart that exists. Part of that, there's, okay, are we practically good together? Do our values match? And then one of the pie charts is, do I want to fuck them? That's part of the pie chart. The do I want to fuck them part. And that slice, oh, it tastes good. But if you don't want that, if that slice ain't adding up to you, that's totally fine too. But that doesn't mean you go to them and go, hey, see this pie chart? I like everything except the want to fuck you part. You don't have to do that. All you have to say is this is not the match for me. Hey, you are great, wonderful. You're going to make someone happy, but this is not the match for me. So I'm sorry, and I don't mean to lead you on, and, and I don't mean to have led you on the past, but I was going through my decision-making process for a relationship that I would want to be in, and this is not that match for me. And then he'll say what he says. He'll say, and, and I think I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press you to, to, to believe me on this. Whatever he says is a lie of some sort. When people get dumped or people are dumping someone, they say what they mean, is, which is get away from me or please come back. And then the rest is just lies and promises to get you back or to get away from you. So just keep repeating the same log line. This is not the match for me. You're great. You're wonderful. I'm happy. You should even also say, I'm happy for the time we spent together. 
It's just not because no one wants to feel they were living a lie. I think that's the biggest thing with a dumping or a breakup. So the longer this goes, the longer you wait for me to email you back to tell him that you're not attracted to him. No, no, no. It's not attracted to tell you need to end it. I would say respect is ending relationships as soon as you know it's over. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more email. We'll get to the coronavirus rant of the day. We'll do the charcuterie chat. And we'll also uh, do some quick hits. And we got some poetry. We got it all here on the, on the Freed by Noon podcast. Keep telling your friends. What the fuck are you doing? Ooh, we're in breakup land today. Quarantine breakup, living together. Jared, my girlfriend, now ex, and I broke up recently. We were living together for a year and dating in total for about three years. We have since retreated to our parents' homes. In the meantime, I'm looking for a new apartment. I have done the standard procedure of blocking on Instagram and removing all things that could upset me from social media. But how do I go about going... uh, But how do I go about going back to my normal life after all of this, especially during a pandemic when I am literally stuck inside with no way to hang out with friends or go out? I am heartbroken and honestly not sure what to do to move on. I have a very successful career, a good family and great friends, so I know they'll all be there for me. But still, it sucks. To elaborate further, I know I'm better off without her, and this was the, for the best. There were signs along the way, but the breakup came basically out of nowhere. So my question is, how do I start to find road to find a road to happiness when I'm stuck in quarantine? Hey, man, I'm really sorry this happened. Um, it sucks to have a breakup of any kind, whether you're dumping or they're dumping you. Both sides suck. The one thing that you should thank God every day for is that you're both retreating to your parents' homes. That's great. Let mama bear cook for you. Let papa bear sit there and tell you what a bitch she is. I, I, even though she's not. I know she's not. I'm just saying live, live in your old parents, in your parents' home like it's a hotel. Your mom's cleaning the sheets. Your dad's cooking the steaks and you just sit there and drink the whiskey because you know what? He's going through a tough time. If you have a sibling, they'll try and be like, well, well, why is Jared home? He's going through a tough time. Take it. Take the sympathy. Take all the bathe in it because I'm jealous of you. Everyone wishes they have the, 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 the excuse right now to live a little bit lazy at their parents' house. He's going through something. She really broke his heart. And here's what else I'll say. You wrote, you have a successful career, a good family, and great friends. I don't know what else there is. I don't know what food is there is uh, bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches? Is that all? That's the only thing you're missing. Because I, 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 I can't, I understand you also have to repeat yourself, this wasn't the match. And look at, you also never mentioned a kid. So no kid? Are you kidding? 
You got away. You got out of it. You got out of a match that wasn't going to work for you anyways. You'd rather find out while you're young and you can get a boner and your parents will still cook for you rather when you're older. Imagine finding this out when you're older and you got one shithead kid and no pa- your parents are dead and nobody's there to cook you a steak. This is actually, you, nobody could have been dumped at a better time than you. Why are you writing me? Because right now, and then also, let's start regimenting. Let's start doing Rocky to get ready for all the fucking that's going to happen once we go back to the real world. Because a lot of people, I've heard it enough to know that there's going to be two weeks of sexual mistakes after the quarantine. You're going to get two weeks, baby. Two weeks because right now... I can see women rubbing against trees in the in the in the in the, in the park, just trying to feel what a man would feel like. And I feel a lot. Of, I see a lot of men sniffing flowers just to smell what a woman might smell like. So you're gonna get two weeks of sexual weird. I think you start prepping for that moment, man. You get the gang together. You start doing. You start doing Pilates. You start you know uh, working out. You start climbing hills like you're Rocky, getting ready for Drago. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're here every single day. The Freed by Noon podcast. Let's do uh, the coronavirus rant of the day. Hit. Actually, we have so many user generated coronavirus rants. I'm going to read some of the user ones just to get them out of the inbox. People who are organizing their bookcases so that the books are lined up in rainbow order. How does that make any sense? If you're someone who does this, the only thing it proves is that you own books just for show. Well, I I like that one because it's so specific that you know she's talking about like one cousin. She like did a Zoom happy hour and she had three drinks and she's like, what is that? Is that Roy B. Give in the background? Fuck that bitch. Let's read another user generated before I get to mine. Another one. People posting their old senior photos on Facebook as though that's really going to really make the seniors missing their own graduation feel better. Yeah, I guess there was this thing where people were posting when they were 20 and or they were posting their own senior pictures to... I got to say, I do have genuine, um, I have, I genuinely feel bad for the graduating high school seniors. You are missing out on once in a lifetime things. Graduating college, college seniors, go fuck yourself. No one gives a fuck. Everyone that's sitting here with a degree they never used and who remembers when they were smelling like vodka the next day at a graduation ceremony where they were fucking nauseous and didn't even listen, none of us feel bad for you. Plus, you miss finals, and you probably got to graduate without having to take the finals. So we don't give a shit about you graduating seniors of college. The rest of you, and also, oh, I'm entering an economy that sucks. Yeah, welcome to 2007 when I graduated. So I, no one, oh, 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 I'm so sorry. You can't get a job so you get to move home. 
and be with your parents? You don't have a mortgage. You don't have a kid. No one gives a fuck. I've already, I'm, I'm getting warmed up for my rant now. Here's another uh, coronavirus rant idea. So user submitted. You can send in yours, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Trying to get the lighting right. Uh, I feel like this has become the new, cla- okay, coronavirus rant idea, appreciation hour. I feel like this has become the new clapping when the airplane lands. It's a meaningless gesture that looks good on social and makes people feel like they're contributing when they're really not. Who decided 7 p.m.? What about the people who, live, who work till 9 p.m. or start their shift at 9 p.m.? The intent is good, but the act is incredibly hollow. I would say you're being a little hard. I, I mean, I, I, I am I'm the one doing the rants. I get it. I rant about. I think it's nice. I think it's funny to see how much people clap during the appreciation hour. So set, for those that don't know, I, I, I think we all know 7 p.m. Everyone starts clapping for the people doing the frontline workers. New York City uh, turns into a rock concert at 7 p.m. I do understand we're like, what are the people, the people that work at nine? I think it's a show, a gesture for anyone doing frontline work. I like to see what type of claps people do. Cause I've seen people on the street go, ah! Ah! and you're like, okay, you don't appreciate them that much. And then there's other people like, and it's like, what are you a slam poet? Like I enjoy nurses and doctors. Here's my one snap. You're welcome. Like, it does feel like some people don't give enough. Some people give too much. I'm a person that does one of these. Hey, hey. Go. Yeah. I do like a, one of those, like, end of Rudy janitor in the hallway. Go get him. That type of thing. All right. Let's do the coronavirus rant of the day. Hit the music, Shelby. Today's coronavirus rant of the day is people misremembering their pre-coronavirus life. I'm seeing a lot of people posting this, this, this weird memory of what they used to do and how they used to go out. Oh, I wish oh, to be, I can't wait to go back to my life in New York City when I was frolicking the streets and and adventuring around this great city of ours and and they they sound like they're writing fiction oh the affair i used to have around this great city when i would cavort around and enjoy the misgivings of a saturday night no you didn't you didn't frolic shit you didn't even run you fucking walked in heels and complained about how the heels hurt You didn't adventure. You walked down the safest streets that you knew from a Thrillist article that 7 million people read. You lived in the part of town everyone moved to, and then you moved to the other part of town that everyone moves to after that part of town. Stop acting like you grew from the ground of these cities. You move there after college because it was a cool place to live. You hang out with some fun people. You go get drunk. That, that you don't you never frolicked around the city. You took a couple shots at your apartment, then called an Uber and then said, "I can't believe how long the Uber's taking." And then you went to a bar and you were like, "I hate this bar." And then you sat at the bar and you took shots and then some dude came up to you and was like, "Hey, you want to take my number?" And then you texted with him for 2 months and never gotten a date. 
That's you. That was your frolicking. That's today's coronavirus rant of the day. You can send in yours to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do the charcuterie chat. Every day here on the Freed by Noon podcast, we talk about charcuterie and um, the daily goings-on in the charcuterie world. Hit the music, Shelby. On today's charcuterie chat, I want to talk about the grazing table. I think I've already spoken about the grazing table, but I don't think I got the point across enough. I keep getting sent these huge tables. They're like football field long, and it's with every meat and cheese and Poseidon's trident on the corner made out of ice, and you're like, and they go, what do you think of my charcuterie board? Well, guess what's missing? A fucking board. The reason charcuterie boards exist is there's a finite space for you to fill up and you have to put it up for judgment. Nobody wants your great your grazing table is actually a negative. Sorry. You can't first of all before we get there, you can't enter just because it's it's a swimming race doesn't mean, mean you can enter with any stroke. You can't enter the breaststroke doing freestyle. You can't enter the backstroke doing breaststroke. You might be in the water, but we're swimming different strokes. The grazing table is a totally different thing than a charcuterie board. And a charcuterie board is actually a positive. When you see a charcuterie board, you go, ooh, okay. I can make my own snack and the party will go as planned. When I see a grazing table, you know what the first thing I think? You're like, oh, that there's a lot of food? No. Oh, there's a lot of options? No. You know what I think when I see your grazing table? Is this all they're serving? Is there, are they not serving hot dinner? Wait a minute. Are we just getting a table? There's, is there only a grazing table? So I'm eating dinner with my hands. That's what we're doing tonight? That's what everyone's thinking. Everyone's going, oh my God, I have to get real dinner on the way home. They're not thinking, ooh, and, and why, they are thinking, that, whoa, look at, ooh, whoa, 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 someone took a, 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 a full a, a, a Yankee clipper and turned it into the, to a plate for our food. That's the thing. They, get, they go big so that you don't look at all the crap they put on it. There's like seven pineapples and eight pieces of bologna, and you're like, this is the shittiest meat I've ever had. It's deceiving. They're trying to, it's the Trojan horse of charcuterie servings. We go big, you get distracted, you don't notice that we cheaped out on the whole thing and the whole thing is fucking grapes. That's today's charcuterie chat. You can send in your charcuterie chat to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com let's do the quick hit questions and then we'll get to some poetry how does that sound people let's do the quick hit questions here we go hit the music shelby um when are you coming to dc i think so all of my live dates i will be going to dc philly uh dallas boston new york jaredfree.com jaredfree.com the minute i can get out to that stage i'll be doing stand-up in your city jaredfree.com what are you drinking uh today has been a big water and coffee day um 
for the quarantine, I've done a lot of wine, a lot of vodka. I've been drinking Lemon Perfect. Shout out to Lemon Perfect, my boy Yanni. Love Lemon Perfect. That is delicious. Uh, what else am I drinking? Latin, vodka, wine, and Trulies, and all spiked seltzer. Um, why do men send I'm sorry text months after doing something shitty and, uh, and both dating new people? The I'm sorry text months after is the entree in to your phone opening up for future communication. So what they're doing is they want to make sure your phone is a friendly. What I mean by a friendly is they want to make sure that your phone has been unlocked. So to go back to it, hey, now that the dust is cleared, I'm sorry. Then you go, hey, I'm sorry too. A lot of bad things were said. And then they go, we cool, you cool, everything good in your quarantine. Now, once you're over the I'm sorry hump, now the you going out tonight text isn't as hard. The I'm sorry text comes, so the are you going out tonight text can be sent. How's classic Shelb doing? I think he's doing okay. Shelby, speak to us from the sky. Okay. I think he's doing okay. How do you keep the conversation going now when you only met over video chat? I would put it away. I've given this advice a lot this week. Uh, You'll hear it on You Up. You'll hear it on yesterday's J Train. I would say, hey, this was a lot of fun. You got my number? When this thing all opens up, shoot me a text. Because what you're doing right now, the reason you ask how do you keep it up is because you're afraid of hearing the real answer. Right now, it's easy to keep up. It's easy to live in this like fake world where you guys text and call every night even though you haven't met each other. The reality is when this all ends, there's as good a chance that that person won't make a date as the person that you go, hey, shoot me a text whenever you're ready. So I would walk away. Hey, this has been fun. It's been great getting to know you. Uh, I'm going to move on to like hang with my friends and not spend time worrying about you. So when this all breaks up, shoot me a text. Confidence tips. Got to defend my my dissertation tomorrow and we'll take any extra advice. Know what you're going to say. I think she's asking for a confidence tip while on stage. Uh, The more confident you are with the words the more confident you will be when you present the words. Do you miss living in Boston? I'm from outside of Boston, but I never lived in Boston. Uh, I miss uh, this uh, going on stage every night. Would you ever do uh, move out of New York? Yeah, I think I would. I would move. Like, It would have to work. It has to work with career, personal, romance, all that stuff. It's all going to work. I uh, think people should take frequent breaks from dating. I'm getting uh, burnt out on the apps. Yeah. I think you have to do whatever you feel is right. I think you should treat dating less like a job and more. Um, I mean, that's like advice anyone can give that everyone gives. And it sounds like the worst advice ever. But if you're having fun with your friends, you will find someone. If you're, I, I'm positive of that. If you, Because when you're having fun with your friends, you're doing things you like to do, so you're around people who like doing the same things as you. Do you feel like you've lost weight when you stopped drinking or just felt better in general? Definitely lost weight. Definitely felt mentally better. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm either 100 or zero, and I, I wish I could be two drinks after dinner and then, well, let's get to bed, but I, I, it's tough for me. 
No question, but can you just shout uh, shout out Josh Baca in Austin? Hi, Josh. Uh, in two months, is two months too soon to say I love you? Quarantine for one of those, so lots of time to spend together. There's no such thing as too soon, too late. There's no such thing. You feel you do. That's it. And then the other person, they'll feel they'll do when they're ready to feel and do. What do you look forward to doing most when the quarantine's over? Stand up. Come to my shows. Please buy tickets. Please, God. Uh, how do I tell my cousin she's involved in a pyramid scheme? <laughs> this is a tough one. I think you text your cousin. I think you have to wait until your cousin comes to you with the pyramid scheme. Nobody wants un advice that isn't asked for. It's just not taken well. You have to, you have, you, you can try and feed the baby, but the fa- baby has to want to eat. So the ne- next time your cousin's like, hey, so this, this eyelash curler will give you 30% more on your eyelashes. You look at her and you go, hey, I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to purchase this from you. And, and I think what you're doing, I know you want to better your life. But I think there's better ways to spend your time because I've seen these things not work and you're going to get caught up losing a lot of money. Just my opinion, but good luck. My boyfriend and I just made it official. I just noticed he ref- he followed one of his exes on Insta. Why? Ooh. Um, Sometimes. <laughs> so they become official. Then he refollows his ex on Instagram. I... Sometimes it's one of those things where it's like, hey, I've moved on, so now it's okay to follow. So now she'll know that I'm with someone and I'll know. I would tell them that you've noticed. I would say, hey, it's kind of weird to me that you refollowed your ex the minute we get official. I, am, I, I don't know why you need that in your life. I'm trying to get away from my exes. And, and I think at the beginning of any relationship, there's this like weird trial period where you're, not trial, but you're you're trying to like, just sh- you, there's this weird PR moment at the beginning of any relationship where you're trying to let old people know that you're in something so that they'll stay away. I don't know if this screams of that, but I do understand where it takes some shaking off to get dry. Um, no question, but will you tell Jess that she is literally so beautiful? Hey, Jess, someone said you're beautiful. She said she really needed that today. Thank you. She ate a bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel, and then she had an Italian sub. Um, She had the best eating day I've ever witnessed in New York City history. Um, uh, Do men like chubby women? Men like all women. Go on. Pornhub right now and go to the categories. All of those are searched so much that Pornhub was like, don't even search anymore. Use the quick links. Chubby's on there. Men like all women. You are someone's foot. Men are masturbating to feet. You are a foot. Should my fiance and I elope? You should do whatever you guys want to do together. 
But I'll say this. Weddings are emotional, not just for the couple, but for the families involved, too. Your mom has a vision of a wedding. Your, her mo- his mom has a vision of a wedding. You have a vision. He has a vision. It's about taking all four of those and compromising them in the best way to make sure no one hates each other after. It's supposed to be fun. Do you have a special quarantine stash going on? So I grew up the stash... A little bit, and now it's now the beard is growing in, so now it's a darker stash with the beard. Uh, do you think humans are meant to be with one person their whole lives, or is that unrealistic? I think, I don't know if there, I, this always gets brought up by a guy who wants to break up or wants to be in a thruple or some shit. I think it's unnatural to have the energy to chase after the opposite sex for a whole life. That's what I think. I I think you've run out of steam. I And, and that's not to say, like, I think a, a, a loving, lasting relationship is a beautiful thing, and that's something I want. But I'm saying it's more a result of, like, fuck this shit. Like, I was watching Listen to Your Heart last night. This guy's 28. Trevor, who was on American Idol, he's 28. And he's talking to some chick who's 21. And I was like, this guy really must want to make it in music because he's got to listen to this bullshit. Let's do some poetry. J Train Podcast. And this is not the J Train Poet. This is coming from a different poet who wanted to try their hands at being the J Train Poet. So... Let's go. Where is this email? Um, J. Oh, here it is. So she's an actual poet. And you can follow her at Raincoats in the Shower. What? You, oh my God. I heard an oh my God from the peanut gallery. At Raincoats in the Shower, all the love and feathers to you. I listen to your podcast every day and share it with all my friends. Anyways, I wrote a poem for your show and hope you'll use it. A lot of the inspiration comes from uh, things you've said. If you decide to read it and want to steer people toward more of my work, my poetry insta is Raincoats in the Shower. So let's read it. Here we go. Hit the music, Shelby. Dear Dr. Seuss, oh, how things have changed. And it's not all rosy as you claimed. I've grown a bit older and the world's gotten lots colder. They hid all of life's troubles from me. And for what? Just to keep me happy? Okay, they they preserved my innocence, but I wish they had taught me to deal with all this. I feel like I'm jumping through hoops. They warned me everyone poops. However, nobody said anything about eating ass. I really wish they'd cover that in my 10th grade sex ed class. This whole being an adult thing is really quite hard. I'm not even sure if I am one, but that's what it says on my card. I mean, yeah, I get to buy shots, but those just cloud all my thoughts. I end up texting my ex and having meaningless sex, and that's if I'm lucky. This whole thing is really quite fucky. Women buy dogs for endless affection while boys buy them for female attention. Now I know why they call a man's best friend. As long as he's got a puppy, the pussy will never end. I'm really just tired of all this shit. I'm having a hard time finding the point of it. Well, Dr. Seuss, for now, that's all I have to say. Maybe it'll make sense one day, but until then, I'll keep writing my friend. The end. 
Sincerely, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Well, that wasn't exactly a glowing uh, look at life, but I enjoyed it. It was fun. I, I would say I understand the point of it, and I would say enjoy the ride because, you know, that's it's a fun life. But listen, <laughs> that's the end of the podcast. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>